Hey guys, it's Dev. This is going to be another episode of Wild Takes that's a little bit different because we started recording and we had Spoke Z on and Spoke Z is just an absolute electric factory of a man and it's terrific. But we also realized that it was Zooch's anniversary and we didn't think that it would be very fair of us to keep Zooch from his lovely girlfriend all night long. So yeah, we took off uh, before the rest of the podcast got finished. So yeah, we're just going to drop this so you get a little bit of content and so that the full episode is not like two and a half hours long. And then uh, yeah, everybody say happy anniversary to Zooch and then stick around for our electric conversation with Spokesy about the NHL draft. And we'll be back next week with a more regular show to talk about all of the other crazy shenanigans that have happened in the offseason. Cheers! Hey guys, this is Kurt Cousins. You're listening to the Wild Takes Podcast. God bless. Going Kaprizov, in for a chance to win it. He scores! Kirill, the thrill is for real. And Brasiak ahead, two on one with Niederreiter. He scores! Nito Niederreiter wins it for the Wild. Cut off by Mata, throws it off front. for the wild. Penalty shot to tie the game. He blasts it Oh, oh my, what a shot. Fiala, Caprizov scores! The thrill breaks the seal and Minnesota wins in overtime. You're listening to the Wild Takes Podcast, presented by 10,000 Takes. We now welcome back a very special guest. He's the host of Judd's Buds and an absolute beauty, even though he drinks beer through a straw. Please welcome back our guy, Spoke Z, to talk a little bit about what Judd Brackett and Billy G cooked up at last week's draft. Z, look at you with the pinky out and everything. You are an absolute gentleman, a scholar, and a beauty, and we're happy to have you. Hey, man. Thanks for having me back. I'm not even using the straw today, so... It's okay, uh, we are. I'm taking, yeah, yeah. Zuch and I are taking up the straw in, in your uh, in your Good. stead there, which is Someone's great. For, do it. It's great for this audio platform, you know. So, yeah, everyone can see it. Exactly. <laughs> You'll just have to understand that I'm going to hold the mic real close. So I get in the straw here. So yeah, gross. Anyway, that's <laughs> great. What a draft! Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I liked it. I personally we, uh, had fun. I, I also had fun. I was um, dying of the Vegas flu in Vegas, and I made the mistake of challenging your authority on all things uh, prospects three times in a row during the SodaPod <laughs> annual draft stream. <laughs> For those who missed it, Spoke Z said that he thought that Montreal, before the before the draft even started, he was like, they might surprise some people and take Juraj Slavkovsky uh, first overall. And if that happens, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Shane Wright falls to four or five because I think Jersey would take Nemich. And I think that uh, there's no way that Arizona's not taking Logan Cooley, even if Shane Wright's available. And I called bullshit three times in a row, and I lost all three times. <laughs> You sure did. Yeah, well, you don't question really elite hockey minds, Dev. Okay. No, yeah. I learned my lesson. And 
we'll just say that I was, you know, I was trying to take my heater from the blackjack tables and uh, I got a heat check real fast. Someone had to do it. Someone had to give it to you, you know, you know, you got to take a dose of the medicine and then you move on. But now you're drinking beers out of the straw. So yeah, you absolutely absolutely alpha'd me. So good job, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Not to brag. Went eight for eight. The first eight picks suck on that. Nice. And, now, and you can you can bet on that, can't you? Because I know on like every other draft, you can bet on who goes where. Please yeah, not on my goddamn on site. I couldn't do it in Las Vegas. Are you shitting me? I tried to put a bet in for first overall, and it would have been for Shane Wright. So like, good and you would have lost, but that's fine. So, yeah, but I I literally I went to two different sports books that morning, and uh, I couldn't do it. So fix that. Yeah, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Because I mean, you yeah, can, I don't get that. Don't well, get you it. can do it for. I'm sure you can do it for baseball, even. Well, I mean, we can find out that. Uh, I don't know about that. That's yeah. I don't think yeah, actually that might be a reach. baseball draft. No, it's the middle. <laughs> it's of literally season. in the middle of this. It's this weekend. I'm almost positive. Seventy six rounds. Yeah, they have like yeah, it, yeah. It might even be a hundred. They might even have They're a drafting like fourteen year olds. It starts. Dude, now they dra- and ends it, after the World Series. Their their 10K zone, Jack Johansson, was taken by the Cubs in a fucking draft. Wait, what? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's because his uncle or something played in, I don't know. His uncle was in the Cubs brass, is what he said, so it's kind of like a... Wow. That's how many rounds they have, though, that they can waste... kind of fucked up. (laughs) Yeah, there's so many rounds. They they took his, like, nephew in the, 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 like, 38th round or something. So he can just tell everybody, like, yeah, I got drafted by the Cubs back in the day. I mean, and this isn't a shot at Jack. It was like, he told me that this was at softball. And I was like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> there's no so Just to be clear, the 10K softball team, which is famously terrible, has a drafted Major League Baseball player. Uh, okay, that, that's, that's a reason. Major League Baseball prospect <laughs> yeah. on the team. And they're still absolutely atrocious. Yeah, well, you know what? Love it. Take the team. but for real let's get into it um z we wanted to have you on because nobody knows prospects uh quite the way that you do um what were your thoughts on the draft as a whole and and more specifically how billy g and judd brackett absolutely rocked out in my opinion um the draft was awesome like not just because of Minnesota. Uh, I mean, once again, Judd Brackett did it, and they're definitely one of the winners of this draft. The fact that they're picking twice in the first round, their first one's at 19, and they still end up with two of the best players in the draft. Um, I mean, Judd's just like, it's that's one of the best hires in hockey over the last couple of years is the Minnesota Wild just landing Judd Brackett because Vancouver's dumb and just didn't feel like fucking bringing him back. Um, I, the fact that they don't want to pay him is crazy. But whatever. Um, but the draft as a whole was sick. Like, it's in Montreal. Montreal is the first overall pick. There hasn't been an in-person draft in a couple of years. So, like, it was really cool being able to see the kids get drafted, and they're all sitting there waiting. And then, like, you truthfully didn't know. I mean, I, I knew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there was a big debate who was going to go number one. And I don't – like, there's been – a lot it's been a long time since we've had like an actual like oh it, it could go either way here um but it was nice it was just like a lot of drama there's trades going on um mm-hmm. but it was cool so beyond that i mean then you just see 
the Minnesota Wild end up with two players that had no business being there at 19 or 24. Um, again. And again. And Minnesota, their YouTube page, they put up the behind the scenes a couple of days later, um, you know, looking at the war room before the draft with all the whole staff. And then there's footage of them mic'd up at the table. And you can see them talking, like, because they're mic'd up, they're talking numbers. So, like, eight will be there for a while, nine will be there for a while. And if you watch it and you know what Judd Brackett likes in prospects, you're like, number nine, he's talking about Liam Ogren. And then you just see, then you can see uh, hear him say whatever, like, we'll leave him there. Like, well, I forget what number they had, Yura, but they had him top 10. And they were like, we'll leave him. We'll leave him at 19. He's going to keep falling. And then if he's there at 24, we take the swing. And it's exactly what happened. Like he mapped out the first round and everyone's like, yep. And meanwhile, Bill Guerin's mic'd up doing nothing. He's just hanging out. And I don't know if you like, I don't know if you guys watched that video, but it's so funny. It's awesome. He's sitting there like prank calling people. And he's just like hanging out with Craig Leopold. They're talking about their coffees and then like brackets dialed in. And he's talking about <laughs> if I get this player, he was talking about Ryan Healy. He was like, if I if Healy's there at 121, I'm doing backflips. Healy's there at 121, he takes Healy. Like it's just it all worked out perfectly. And you got a but you have value in every position now. Um, and you're talking about a prospect pool that's probably top five in the league. And they oh, yeah. just got infinitely better um with depth, with potential, and like potential home run swings in a kid like Danila Yurov. Plus, you pick up Brock Faber for Fiala, who was never coming back. So Right. All in all, it's just it's an unreal. It's just unreal that he, Judd Brackett was just available to get hired. I just I don't understand what <laughs> Vancouver was doing, and the fact that he just comes into Minnesota and two years later their prospect pool is completely turned around. Um, <laughs> the guy's just unbelievable at his job. Like he really is. I was talking to someone who knows him, and they were like, "They gotta just make him AGM there. They can't let him leave. Like just no, make I him assistant general manager." Um, I don't even know. I think Brackett loves what he does. Like he's on the road 200 days a year, literally. So like, I think he just like loves it. So I don't know if he'd actually want to, but my, but his buddy was just like, they got to make him AGM. I mean, like, you can make him AGM and title only, you know? <clears throat> right. Right. I do think he just like loves the director of amateur scouting. Though. Like I think it's just his shit clearly. Um, he's but yeah, really just another unbelievable draft. Like it was just some of the kid, like the Servak Petrovsky kid they got in like at 180, whatever. Like, like that's a kid that's top 100. It's just like he's un- it's unbelievable. Um, but they like so I mean all in all again, Judd Brackett, the GOAT, uh Minnesota Wild with the deepest one of the deepest prospect pools in the league, just got infinitely deeper at yeah. every position. Um, so you have to feel good in Minnesota. Hundred percent. No, I feel good. It didn't really take that long for him to do that either. Like you said, it was like two, two and a half years and it's flip well the crazy yeah. thing the craziest we were not made, we did not have a good prospect pool before he was here like at all it was no. literally beckman and hovenoff yeah yeah <laughs> that's it, <laughs> that's it. it's like all right and, uh, and that was the year before beckman popped off like 100 points in the dub yep. yeah exactly i oh, the craziest dude. thing about it to me too is that like vancouver like had developed some serious young talent. And then the guy that like brought all those kids in through the draft, they were like, nah, we can do that. Be- we can do better than this. Yeah, It's crazy. And now look um, at them. By the way, I have the three V three, what three V three on, on the other monitor, my ADD. So they're playing 
four teams at a time. So they're like doing the blue line. The oh, this is perfect for you. Dude, they keep switching the feet. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> Mid-sense, they didn't. I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Did I just black out? Like, fucking, holy shit. That's awesome. Uh, anyways, uh, Wallstead's nasty. So there you go. Yeah, he's uh, he, he's going to be playing in the A next year, is he not? Yes, he will be backing up probably more of a 50-50 split with Zayn McIntyre, which is awesome. I love Zayn McIntyre. He's good. Um, I like him. Yeah, dude, like, he um, he was a Bruins guy, and he won – the goaltender of the year at college or whatever. And just, it just didn't work in Boston. He kind of just like fell off a cliff and like, you just like, he was the next big thing for goalies. And then he just fell off and he disappeared. And uh, then they picked him up last year and he was unbelievable for Iowa. Like unbelievable. Yeah. So I like, I I'm rooting signed, for him to get back. I would love for him to get college free agent. Didn't he? I think so. I can't remember if they drafted him or not. Um, the wild did not draft him. I'm pretty, no, the Bruins, the Bruins. Oh, the Bruins. I can't remember yeah. if he was the, if he was a Bruins draft pick or oh, if, was I, prob- if you think he was a Bruins guy, then probably no, I know he was a Bruins guy. I just can't remember if they drafted him. Uh, um, but yeah, they rushed him into or like, whatever, but like it was, uh, it was a good story last year for Iowa. It was nice to see him. He's like enjoying hockey again. He's been through a lot. So, uh, good dude, but, um, but yeah, it'll be him and, uh, him and Wallstead in Iowa next season. So that should be fun. That Iowa team to be a whole lot of fun. Yeah, I was just more looking, young guys. I was and, looking at the uh, yeah. the roster, and you know, we'll see who uh, who actually is there in Iowa the whole time versus who's coming up to Minnesota versus who's getting sent back to juniors or whatever. Um, Iowa is a legit Calder Cup contender, right? They should be. Um, the A is you know, tough. They brought in a couple guys. The A is tough. I know because like if your guy's too good, then he gets called up. Yeah, right. But that's I what think, happened last year. Yeah, exactly. And that, that and injuries. They had a fucking ridiculous season last year. Like, it was – Rossi got hurt twice. Boldy got hurt and then went to the NHL. Dewar went to the NHL. Dewar got hurt. Dewar came back. Dewar went back to the NHL again. And then um, they got COVID. Like, the whole team got COVID. It's like, it was – I, I'm not, I think it was until probably with a month left in the season, they actually had consistent lines. Like there was no consistent line combination the whole year long. And it was torture to watch. It, <laughs> it should have been nasty, but they just weren't. Uh, but like nothing was going what no, nothing went right for them last year, but they yeah. almost made the playoffs still. I was going to say they were a game or two out. I remember watching. They really I watched, choked it away. They choked it away the last couple of games. Yeah. There were like, there was like three games left and they just needed to get like two points in those three games. And I think they, or, you know, or yeah, I don't remember exactly sure didn't. what it was. They sure didn't do they it. They just missed it. Yeah, it was so annoying. I was like, I remember when they were officially out of the playoffs, I was like, I cannot believe I just wasted an entire year watching these fuckers. Like, <laughs> I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, most undisciplined team in the league, too. They the most pins. They got like a, <laughs> like 1,100 penalty minutes last year. Oh, my God. And like, not that many fights. Like, for 1,100 penalty minutes where you're averaging yeah. like 12 a game, not yeah. that many fives. Not that no. many fives. Do we think Amber that the... got tossed like four times for abusive official? Who did? Who did? Ramarosa. I was like, I love that guy. Joey Cranberry. Leave that guy alone. Him and fucking Burbis. Oh my Burbis, god, my dude! I think Addison got tossed twice for abusive official. There was like so many abusive official misconducts. I was like, so they're just why just chirping the <laughs> chirping the zebras the whole time. Mermis, I actually, 
I I was surprised he didn't get suspended because he actually like faked like he was gonna chop a ref's head off. Like he went like <laughs> like at the ref. I was like, dude, what are you doing? Are you what? fucking kidding me? And you can hear like you can't really hear the oh it was crazy. Then like you can't really hear them on the mics, but um he was loud enough. He's like, you fucking piece of shit, fuck you. And he's like the whole way off the ice, like, oh my god. And then he was like Christ, slammed dude. his stick off the glass and he went like that to the ref. I gotta find this. <laughs> this clip, team man. is unhinged, dude. <laughs> I think I tweeted it. I'm I, sure I was, did. My jaw was on the ground. I was like, did he just pretend <laughs> to chop the ref's head off? Oh, that's awesome. I need to go find that's that. That's, uh, that's electricity right there. Let's go rapid fire through each of the picks from this year. And you give us a little, you know, a little, a uh, little bit of info about them from what you know, uh, how handsome they are, et cetera. And then, uh, you know, roughly what their timeline is to the NHL. I assume with the NHL draft, especially uh, the, the, you know, the, the earlier guys, it's usually at least two or three years, um, but you you know better than I do. So let's start right away. Pick nineteen, Liam Ogren. Uh, he's a Swede. I remember he was born in Lulea, um, so that you know gives him a little connection to you know goalie of the future, Jesper Wallstead. Uh, tell us about him, though. Uh, well, strapping young fella. If you're uh, if you want to know how handsome they are, uh, <laughs> but. For me, the fact that he was there at 19 is a joke. Um, you know, he's already got the size. He's around 6'1", 205 right now. Um, just does everything really well. He's got a ridiculously good shot. He scores from everywhere in the ice. Really good hands. Um, you know, moves his feet well. And, you know, you look at his scoring this year in the J20. I think he had – I got to look at it. I think it was like 30-something goals in 30 games. And I think wow. only two or three of them were on the power play. So, oh, shit. Um, really, really, really smart hockey players. Dad trains NHLers. So, like, he's already got the bloodlines there. Um, but this is a kid who, for me, the two kids in front of him from Sweden that went before him – Lekaramaki and Oslin. I was they all played for your gardens too, didn't they? The whole same team. Yeah. The J yeah, that yeah. J Tony team was a they averaged like nine goals. It was a it was a joke. It was they were slaughtering teams. So um <laughs> I was watching, but, I remember I was I was sitting at a bar in, with my dad in Vegas and he goes, That like bef- so I think was Liam the third or the fourth kid from your gardens to go? Uh he was the third. Okay, because so I think a fourth at kid pick nineteen. At pick yeah. nineteen, yeah. Right. The same J twenty team. I think a fourth kid, yeah, Kelly Delius, he should have won the fucking first round. But... Yeah, uh, I just remember like my dad, who like is very knowledgeable about football and like understands like athletes and drafts and everything like that, but doesn't understand the specifics of hockey necessarily. He noticed immediately, like when we drafted Ogre, and he was like, "That's the third kid from the same team in Sweden." what are they cooking over there? And I was like, I don't know. And then I texted you about it because I figured you would know. And lo and behold, here we are. Yeah, they had three go in the first round by pick 19. And then Odelius got drafted. Angstrom, I think they had like three or four of their kids get drafted this year. Damn. So like, and they had Yelvik, who was a Drew, uh, Bruins draft pick last year. And I want to say they had one other NHL kid. Yeah, they were stacked. It's a joke. Yeah, that's uh, they crazy. were literally slaughtering teams. I'm and looking up his didn't win. I'm looking up his stats right now. 30 games played, 33 goals, 25 assists, six pims, a plus minus of 41, and he has eyes that pierce your soul. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Um 
you can't I think lie he was to this like kid. top five all time J20 scoring in terms of like points per game. Um, but the thing with him, like, so you look at the other two player, Swedish yeah. kids from that team, uh, Oslin and Lekaramaki, they're just like all skill. You know, with Lekaramaki, it's all about a shot. You know, he played in like 20 something SHL games, I think. He scored like seven goals, which for a draft eligible kid's unbelievable. So yeah. naturally, he just shoots right up everyone's fucking draft rankings. But you look at their floor versus a kid like Liam Mugren's floor, and it's not like his absolute floor would be third line like it's like contributing offense on a third line um and being reliable at both sides of the ice so he's got you just got a really smart kid he's got a top five shot in the draft probably um he could score from in tight he could score from deep um and yeah the one thing with him is just the way he's able to manipulate the defense with a puck on a stick right like whether it's just like waiting an extra second creating a lane for himself or his teammates whatever it is but um Everything he does translates. So you're looking at a kid, you could kind of reminds you of like a Timo Meyer almost. Um, I like that. That's a great where he's comment. able to drive play. He does a little bit of everything, but uh, you know this this year should be huge for him. They their your garden SHL team was relegated to the Hockey All Svenskan, so D2 in Sweden, um, and he'll get a look to go play on that team. And they're all going to be motivated to get back into the SHL. So this will be a huge year for him. Last year when he played couple uh shl games or like 25 shl games or something i think he had one goal and one assist but he's playing three four five minutes at night the fourth line all yeah, yeah. so um just the fact that he got those games was good uh but right. this year he's gonna be in the, he'll feature in that top middle to top six um and he'll get looks in the power play you know he'll get more minutes so it's gonna be a huge year for him and like with the kids that'll be there with him like oslin lekaramaki odelius all those kids they're going to be very motivated to get them back into the SHL. So it's going to be a huge year for him. And I give it's, it. We'll see what happens after that, but how this year goes really determines his timeline to the NHL. It's the same thing with all these kids, but um, I'll be curious to see how it goes for him with playing a year in pro hockey um, yeah. with big time stakes in line. So uh, that's, a, that's an unre- unbelievable pick for me. He should have gone around 10. So Another guy that I thought was going to go a lot earlier than he did, and I assume that it's because of the fact that he's a Russian, is who we snagged at 24 is Danila Yurov. Um, I know I was watching the the ESPN coverage, and Mega Chaika was losing her shit that he kept following. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's a reason for that, too, because she's big into the analytics. So if you look at, like, the hockey prospecting models, um, you know, this is a kid – well, actually, I guess it depends what model you look at or like how what kind of data they use. If they use the KHL data, he projects to play zero games ever because he put up zero points in whatever, 20, 30 KHL games a season because 21. he was 21. Because uh, g- look at the time on ice for every game. It was <laughs> like 40 seconds. You get a game if you get benched and don't play like you technically yeah. have a game played. So he yep. was there 13 forward or whatever, but there was, I know for a fact, cause I remember I wasted so much fucking time watching Magnitogorsk waiting for them to just put him on for one shift. And they just wouldn't. So like there was one game, he had nine seconds of ice time. He just like took a shift. And they're like, yeah, not even done. a shift. Damn. So like, this is a kid who early in the year or before the season started, that's a top five. He's a top five pick challenging for top three and does not play in the KHL. So, like, immediately he starts going down people's rankings just because it's not playing. Probably fucked his development up a little bit. Then you combine that with the Russian thing. 
And it's a pretty big risk if you have one pick in your top 15 and use it on a kid that may never come over. Uh, or it might take five years to come over. Or you're waiting for, like, some geopolitical bullshit to end before the kid can fucking come over and play hockey for you. So that's a big reason he falls. But this kid is ridiculous. Like, ridiculous. Um when they would let him go play in junior and not sit on the bench in the KHL, he was putting up like two to three points a game without trying in the Russian junior league. And I mean, you, you want to talk about like, especially in the offensive zone, that hockey IQ is outrageous. And like the hands, the shot, another kid that scores from anywhere, he can drive play on his own. Um, He's just a, everything he does is just nasty. So uh, again, you're talking about a kid that like should have gone top five if it was a normal year and he wasn't rushing. Um, and you get him at 24 and you know how high they had him top in their top 10. And they were like, right. he's going to keep sliding. So just wait. So they wait him out at 24 and they get the kid that they want. I know he was one kid that they were like, we need to get like, that's our favorite guy in the draft right now is Daniel Yurov And like everything he does, like that's the guy we want with where we're yeah. picking. Um, you know, and they roll the dice there and they let him go. It was him. They love Snuggerud and they love Ugrin. I don't think they thought Ugrin was going to be there. So they take him over Snuggerud and then they take Yurov at 24. So, um, you know, the fact that he barely played the KHL really like people are like, oh, what are you at zero points? I'm like, motherfucker, do five seconds of research and look at this fucking idea. Yeah, seriously. Zero. <laughs> um, yeah, but right this now. year he's going to play. They're going to play him this year. Um, yeah, because now he can bring pride to the great motherland. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. I mean, hey, the coach said he's playing, so he's going to get looks in that middle six and the top six, and that's yeah. a loaded team in the KHL. I don't think they actually won. I think they lost in the semis because um, it was Siska. Siska won it all. I think they did. I might have lost sure. the finals. Uh, I can't remember because that's uh, Svetlakov and Guskov. But um, yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, with Yurov, when he plays, he produces. Um, even if you you look at like the games where he's getting three and a half minutes of the KHL, he has like four shots on net. You're like, how do you do that? Like, how, yeah. like how the fuck did you do that? So like, he's a kid that's he's capable of creating offense all by himself, um, and he's just super creative, super skilled. Uh, and you're looking at a kid if he hits a ceiling, he just turns into like you're getting Kucherov if he hits everything. So like, the ceiling's there, and with how athletic he is and how projectable. You know, the, between the skating, the hockey IQ, he at the very least is going to be serviceable defensively too. So um, that's the same say, thing. Yeah. That's the same thing with Uger. So like, if they don't hit shit, like their floors, they're still effective NHLers. Which if you're picking the back half of first round and beyond, that you're whatever. What like, you yeah, you know, you they can live with the that. Show. That's a that's a good pick, right? So again, this is like the year of. I this is a kid you look back five years. Like, how did that kid not go top eight? Like, yeah, for me, and I've been watching him. The, when he would finally like when they'd go let him play in the in the j20 it was like oh he has the puck literally the whole time uh this is fun <laughs> and he's like just dicing people so um yeah All that's right. a kid for me so- top six no question like i don't see how he doesn't end up being a top six right wing in the national hockey league okay so that, that was my next question do you think he's gonna slot in as a winger do you think ogren can possibly play any center or is he gonna be no. a Winger too. So both of them are going to be wingers. Neither of them are going to be able to play any center at all. Okay. No, I don't really. Like, if my, one my of them first was thought. going to be your off. It would be your okay. off. But like, even then, both of them are winger. Like, they're they're wingers. Well, but which the is thing which is, is fine. Off, he's driving play from the outside. So like, right. 
Yeah, if you're driving play, then you know. Doesn't matter. No, Ryan Hartman just fine. got 36 goals because Caprizo was yes. driving play, right? Like yes. It's, um, but yeah, if I think that's what Billy thinks as well. Two, be your outlet. <laughs> yeah, but Billy doesn't. At the same time, it's always funny. Whatever, like. I remember during the job, like, take a center, take a center. I'm right. Like, what, what is this thing about the center? So you have Marco Rossi, who's going to be yep. absolutely a number one center in the National Hockey League. And people just forget that Yolerik Sadek is now putting up 25 goals a year and playing like 22 minutes a night, right. which is like exactly what a 2C would do. And yep. like uh, an elite level 2C who now is yeah. leading your team in power play goals, like, which makes <laughs> yeah. no sense to me, but like it's happening. Uh, and he's like contending for Selkie trophies, so it's like you there you go, like you have your top six fucking setters, and he's lot, yeah, and you he's have who's the Tinoff. So now you have the flexibility there. Where who's the Dino? Uh, bring me right. the if piss he missile. is a center, he might not have top six offense. If that kid's your 3C, that's another kid who's an elite defensive hockey player right now. Um, and he's gonna go over the KHL now that he has that contract, they'll play him more than a minute and a half, and uh. uh you know, he's getting top six over there. So he's going to develop over there and then come over when he's 21. So there's that you have like, those are your top nine centers. Like, it's like you have them, like they're here. Yeah. And so like, they need to take a center. I'm like, none of the fucking centers that are left at 19 to 24 are definitive top. Like there's none left. Those don't like exist outside the top 10. Like they right. just don't. So like people at 15, you're like, you need a top six center. It's like, none of these kids are guarantees. After, it, it, like, right. And you shouldn't be drafting for a, a need. Right. These people think that oh we need a center no you need good hockey players let's take you need the best player, player on the board like right. you just need so like the, that's the thing with Judd Brack with this draft too you look at all their picks and they are all like big swing like it's like he's going ceiling which is great um, and that's part of the like that's what's good about having those two first round picks is like Liam Uger to me is like super safe should have gone yeah. higher but like he's a very safe he's there's no chance he doesn't play in the NHL so now you can go take a swing at twenty four right. Um, and the kid they took a swing on is like I, for my buddy, not not really a swing. So like it's, yeah, or not a swing. Uh, I, I don't think it's that risky because I just there's I just can't see a world where he doesn't become a top top six right wing in the National Hockey League and put up monster numbers. That's exciting. Yeah. Byron Bader, yeah, Byron Bader guy. Yeah. Uh, players with Yurov's his model or whatever. Um. Players with Daniil Yurov's profile turn into stars in the National Hockey League 77% of the time. So Stars? <laughs> pretty good. Damn. Stars. Yeah. Like Kucherov, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm I'm super excited about that. Um, let's uh let's talk about another kid. Um, so I know I know two things about this next kid. Uh, his name is Hunter Hate. Height? Hate or Height? Hate. Hate. Oh, that's a great name. Hunter Hate. I know. Yeah, he's oh, a, that's a too. great name. Oh, yeah, that's a great name. I gotta say though, his headshot, he looks like an he looks like he he was probably 14 when they took this headshot. I know he, he's a little fella. He's a child. Um he's a little fella. They have him listed at 5'11, 173. Um, just from his headshot, I am I'm telling you that that's not true. Uh no but no I will give I will give him some credit. Uh the the development team was or the the development camp, they were like doing like a weird top gun volleyball style thing. Um, and somebody snagged a picture of this kid playing volleyball. And I was like, okay. All right. Strapping young fella. Strapping young fella. Handsome little kid. Plays for, played for Barry, uh, in the, uh, OHL, um, which is where my creative player in Chell goes like 60% of the time. Way to tie that in. 
<laughs> it's super important, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, what are your thoughts? I, I have seen two things of him, and both of them were sick nasty. But uh, other than that, I, I know nothing about him. Yeah. So um, with Hunter Hate, Again, great look name. At his, yeah, it is a great name. Um, you know, if you just look at his numbers from this year, um, they don't jump off the page. Obviously, I think he had, what, 20? 63 games played, 22 goals, 19 assists. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't really jump off the page, right? But you got to remember, this is another kid who missed an entire year of hockey. So, this is technically his rookie year in the OHL. Hmm. Um, so, if if there was somehow a way, there's no way to do it, but if you could bet on a breakout player in the OHL next year, the first guy I go to is Hunter hate um, insane hands. Like the skill is ridiculous. He, another kid that skates really well, um, you know, really creative, deceptive. He got a good shot. He could score from in tight um, natural center. There you go. There we go. If he has yeah. his potential as top <laughs> six center potential, I don't think like, it's not likely, but it's there. Um, but just the tools like it's a kid that you take a swing on um you know i probably would have taken them mid high 30s so the fact they get him at 47 you know you like that a lot but again you're just talking about a kid that lost an entire year of hockey played his first season in the ohl uh, and still put up 22 goals on a, on a decent berry team too where they're not really relying on him for a ton of offense um but He's just a very fun player to watch, and he can dice. Like he can dance. Like I've watched him like full on yard sale some defense. Like you're just like flying back, loving there. You're like, oh shit, there he goes. Um, but I mean, it's just the hands, the feet. Um, I just think he's a really smart hockey player. Sometimes he gets himself into trouble with the skill, where it's like, all right, he's just handling to handle. And he's like, oh, I'm at the half wall. Like now, what do I do? Uh, fuck, and then he loses the puck. But um, you know, as long as he gets bigger and he just like. He's going to be their number one center next season. So um, it'll be a big year for him, but he's a really, really fun player to watch. Um, and, you know, you look at like just another thing with him too, zone entries and zone exits, like carrying the puck. Um, he makes life very easy for everybody. So um, he loves to have the puck on his stick. And just like, if you have those kids that are just buying you zone entries clean with possession, mm-hmm. like Hunter H just your guy. So like, there's a theme with Judd Brackett where, um, you know, he's drafting kids that are like kind of fit to play in the NHL. Now you look at a lot of teams that have success aside from Carolina, who they just love to fucking dump the pocket and then go murder you on the boards and win the buck back. Uh, a lot of teams, it's all like transition, um, you know, rush offense. And like, if you look at all the kids that Judd Brackett's drafted, there are very few who you'd say, yeah, the skating's not great. Uh, yeah. Or the rush offense, rush defense, not great. Um, but again, Hunter hate, like he's fast, loves to have the puck on his stick. So, um, you, know, you want to buy those, those easy zone entries too. And then he gets creative in the air in there. So, um, and, you know, I think he's effective defensively too, just with how smart he is and like how good of a skater he is, or he's just like killing plays, um, you know, in the neutral zone before they even start. So, um, it's a kid that translates pretty much everywhere the size will be, a barrier for him playing center in the national hockey league, but just naturally the way he plays, he plays, he's a center. So sweet. Judd Brackett thinks he's got like number one center potential. I don't know about that, but like, um, 
he's a lot of fun. And he's a, I, for me, like, I love that they took him at 47. I thought it was a great pick. So awesome. Um, I'm actually really excited to watch Barry next season just to see how he does. Yeah, Barry should be fun. Um, then uh, at 56, they took Rieger Lawrence uh, last Ooh. year for Akatox. He had 60 games, 38 goals, 47 assists for grand total of 85 points. And here's the kicker, 54 pims. Is this dude just a menace? Kind of. Like, he's not like... Little baby-faced um, assassin? Is that what we're looking at here? He is a little he's baby a big face. boy. Yeah, he does. well, it's funny because he's 6'2". But like, you look six, at yeah, no, he's a big boy. boy. <laughs> You're like, oh, that kid's got to be 5'8". Like, oh, no, he's 6'2". He look, his, his head's really small, so it actually looks really funny in his pads. <laughs> like, when you are watching it, like, I was watching Phil, I was like, man, it looks like someone glued his head onto his shoulders. Like, it just looks <laughs> weird. Like, that doesn't fit. Um, he's a lot of fun. The skating's fine. Like, it's not like I wouldn't, you wouldn't call it a strength. You wouldn't call it a weight. Like, it's whatever. But that kid can rip pucks. Like, he is a sniper. Um, there are a couple games we've put up two, three, four goals, and they are all from the dot. Like, wrist shot, from no look, dot, like, damn. top cheese. Like, it's he can rifle the puck. I think he's just really creative in the offensive zone. He looks like a really good option on the power play. Um, you know, defense is obviously like a work in progress, but. It's a big kid that's not afraid to play physical. He's already got the NHL frame. He's going to Denver, which is going to be great for his development. Like, they just do really well with their players there, obviously. And that's a tough uh, conference, too. He's going to be playing against tough, good, solid he's teams. He's going to be playing against kids that are all going to go pro. So, right. um, you know, it's definitely the a step up from the AJ. But um, he's just a really fun player to watch. And I had that video of them after one of his goals. They're a little silly. They all, like, they all get together in a huddle, and I don't. I need to know what they're saying, but they like headbutt each other, like it's like, a <laughs> like and then they go like down the bench to their flyby. It's very funny, but he's just like a big. I think he also is just a big goofball, like a like a just a space cadet, but um, like a Beckman, really. So oh, it's kind of, he, he kind of is Sign like a up. Beckman, to be Sign honest. Sign me with you. all like, the way up for more Beckman. Yeah, but like that's a that's a like a home run swing, like you're betting on that kid. Like you're taking a the swing on the potential there. Cause if he hits the ceiling, he's giving you 25 goals every year. Sign me up. Just yes. with that shot. Yes, please. Also great name. Another great name. Mm-hmm. Rieger Lawrence. Whew. Lorenz. Loren- oh, oh my God. Even better. I was like, I don't know how yeah. this game. All right. I don't, uh, know if it's better. I don't know if it's better than a uh, Rutger McGrody. What about Jaeger Fergus, dude? Also tough to no. be. I got to go with Rucker, but Jaeger Fergus is good. Uh, Mikey Milne. Rockstar. Milne. Rockstar. I Pelly, love Pelly Mikey Milne. Like, 5'10", love Mikey Milne. 185. Last year Beauty. for Winnipeg uh, with Carson Lambos, he played 68 games. He potted 38, had 43 apples for 81 points. 55 pims and a plus minus of 56. Then in the playoffs, he had another 15 games uh, where he only potted 13 with six apples and uh, four pims. So uh, kid's a gamer. He is. So he's an overager. He could have got drafted last year. Should have got drafted last year. Um, You know, it's a size thing. He's not a big kid. Um, But he is a prick on the ice. And it is very funny. Like chirping. Nonstop, like 
it doesn't like he's i swear to god he's carrying the puck and you're like is he chirping like up the ice like he's fucking like going by the other team's bench like fuck you you fucking losers but like uh <laughs> so like this year at whl that winnipeg team was insane like they were loaded like almost the entire teams at like a point per game just ripping teams apart i think they had like six games they scored 10 goals like including they had one of the playoffs that I think Milne or now you have me saying Milne, you bastard. <laughs> I think he had like five points that game. Um, you know, in the NHL he's gonna be a bottom six guy with probably middle six potential, but um he's effective in all areas of the ice. He is a little grinder, so it's like if Connor Dewar had more offensive potential, like if he was more offensive, then that's probably what Mikey Milne is. Um but I mean being on Winnipeg this year, playing with the, the the teammates that he had, like playing on his line, like you could see the offense there. So there's like some projection for sure. But, um, you know, I think you're looking at a Connor Dewar-esque guy who's a probably a little – actually, no, Connor Dewar is actually plenty physical. But, um, you know, effective defensively, little guy with some hands. And he's got a really good shot. And he's like super – the hockey IQ, again, that's a thing for him. And he skates well. So, um Again, he just like kind of does everything really well. What he is in the National Hockey League, who knows? But um, you know, that's a kid that you definitely bet on that to to make it. You know, even though he's a third round pick, but I love Mikey Mill and like just getting to watch a lot of him this season because I watched so much Winnipeg. Like every time he's on the ice, I'm just like laughing. Like I'm just like, what is he doing? He scored a goal. My favorite goal this year was fucking uh, in the playoffs against Edmonton on Kosa. He like scored, got hit from behind, and just dove into Kosa and like tackled him. And yeah, you like, tweeted that, didn't you? I was dying laughing. Yeah, and that, that, the that most chaotic great. little scrum yep. after where there's like the cameras like panning to other guys who are just like on the <laughs> ground. And you're like, what the fuck happened to that kid? <laughs> that goal, that's yeah, great. But um, yeah, I love Mikey Miller. It's like, that might be my favorite pick. Him or maybe Healy, I don't know. All right. Well, tell me about Healy. He's next. Uh, pick one twenty. Pick 121. Uh, he is a Boston guy, looks like. Um, mm-hmm. played for the Boston Advantage. Uh, says he's born in Chicago, but it looks like he did all of his actual hockey, hockey in yep. out east. Uh, he comes in six foot 172. And last year in the USHL for the Sioux Falls Stampede, he played 59 games, uh, three goals, 18 apples, and 22 pims and a dash 25. Also, he's really attending Harvard, so he's a yes, scholar. He as well yeah i think it, it probably has him listed from like fucking hull hull massachusetts which is a piece of shit but whatever uh yeah it's not quite boston but it's also not quite worcester which is right in the middle of massachusetts doesn't matter um he's really fun i don't think he's ever stood still in his life everything he does is in motion so like um he's a very very good skater and along with that like there are those guys where they, those defensemen, they'll get the puck along the blue line. If someone's coming to pressure, you're like, oh shit, you dump it in. Um, I don't think that saying Ryan Healy has like a high panic threshold or whatever does him any justice. Like, I don't think he has one. I think it's just non existent. He doesn't, I've never seen him, dump, he's probably dumped a puck in six times in his life. He loves to just get it and just start dancing right to left. Just body um, people no like just dance like oh so dance he's, you out of he's, your shoes he's shifty okay oh yeah it's insane it's a joke um 
but everything he does is in motion. So I tweeted a goal, his first goal in the USA Jones here. He like did two laps around the net and then sniped uh, on his offside from like behind the net. I was Ooh. like, oh, that was cool. Uh, sweet. But he's just a really fun player. Like, I think he should have gone way higher. Like, I know people who had him right outside the first round, but, but everything he does right now is like he projects as a very pure offensive defenseman, but the skating's high end. Um, and again, he's another kid where, like, in the defensive zone, when things are slowed down, he might get himself in a little bit of trouble. But what he does do really well defensively is the rush. So he's killing plays off the rush. Like he'll deny his own entry. He'll then he's going to break the puck out too. Like that's a kid who makes life easy for his boards where he's just transporting the puck, whether it's with a pass or whether he's skating it himself. Um, you know, he's able to manipulate four checkers too. Like, Oh, there's just a lot of stuff there that he does. that's just projectable. And that Harvard team he's going to is going to be very fun. They were super young last year, and they were sick, and they had a bunch of kids that got drafted. Uh, so that team's really fun. I can't wait to go to those games. Weird little arena, but whatever. I'll I'll let it slip. Um, <laughs> those fuckers. I, I didn't even want to go in their press box. I was like, no, I'll just sit here with the people, the nerds. Um, but, yeah, no, he loses <laughs> a whole lot of fun. He's just very mobile. Again, I don't think I've ever seen him stand still before. He's probably never dumped a puck in, in his life. Um, but, yeah, it's just like a, it's a kid that – you know, if he hits his potential, he could be a four or five, and he'll chip in second power play. All um, right, and he's got some. He's got some. He's got to grow into his body a little bit. I mean, he's not huge, but like 170 whatever pounds. Um, you know, there's there's some plays where he's getting tossed around. At the same time, he's not afraid to get a little physical himself. So, all um, right, I love I like him a lot. He's a whole lot of fun, and both of his parents followed me on Twitter within 10 minutes of him being drafted. So, I'm automatically <laughs> a big fan. Very nice. Is this the guy whose uh, parents were D- whose dad DM'd you that was like, "Thanks for all your positive talk." That was Matejchuk's dad, the kid that went twelve. Oh, okay. It wasn't even a wild kid. I just remember you you sent us that that screenshot of like, "Hey, thanks for everything you're saying nice about my son. Uh, it's really nice. It's good to see." This like, not everyone can world. see past size. Yeah. You did. Thank you. <laughs> like, you he was know, like really bro, pumping your tires. He was like, really pumping your tires too, man. Nice guy. He's a principal. That's terrific. Great I guy. Love I love that. I was so, so sad when he, when Matej Chuck went at twelve. You think that we would get him player. at nineteen? I thought we were going. I thought they could because uh, he's small. Like he's not big, and he his play is very unique. But it's a very Columbus pick where they don't give a shit about that. Yeah, he's going to be a top five player in the draft, no question. Well, I'll have to clip this part so that uh, Matejchuk's dad can know that uh, you're. I don't know if he'd like that. I don't know if he'd like it. That I'm te- that you're telling everybody that his son's gonna be a top five pick. No, that I'm snitching that he DM me. Uh well, I'll cut Ooh. that part out. Yeah, we'll find out. He'll be snitching. No. <laughs> Zeus, right. look at those walls, dude. Every what? time, it freaks me out. Dude, okay, I didn't fucking paint it. We're painting it in two, three weeks. Three weeks is when I get a weekend off, finally. <laughs> weekend off and a Monday, Tuesday. I got five days. I'm painting the fucking house because these walls, they scare me. I don't think you understand. 
scared me as well. <laughs> and Very the sad thing is the guy, the guy we bought this house from fucking painted the walls like this right before he sold it. I'm like, why would you go with this color? You can see the living room. It's jet black. He painted he's the got a, He's definitely got a body somewhere in the house. It's just up Don't to you. And it's up to you that. two to find it. Mm-hmm. Don't say that. It's up to you two. Going around knocking on walls tonight. Mm-hmm. I, I I am liking the like the mental image of like you Tatum and the cats. Like each of you takes a cat and you're like, all right, let's like you're treating the cats like cadaver dogs. Well, shit, they they do have great noses. Yeah. In theory, allegedly. You didn't you didn't, uh, you didn't need to call my walls out there, Spoke. Every time I see, I'm like, ah, fuck. Like I just like. <laughs> I even Sorry, relocated like brown. To you don't you don't like brown? Okay, brown? I'm not kidding. Like I thought it was like you know like the fake wood panels. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. I'm like, oh man. That's what and I thought it like, was too for the okay, long time. What color what color door? would you like? That is Ooh. a color. Yeah, spoke Z, interior designer. What My color aunt had a like? staging company, so I used to fucking move all their shit for her. So yeah, I know a thing or two. Okay. What do you think? A nice uh nice blue, navy blue? That would be nice. Go with that shirt. <laughs> Blend right into the wall. Yeah, then you, you have to wear the shirt. You can only wear that shirt ever. Ever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it would be a nice color there. I'm just looking around, seeing what you got going on. That closet. No, well, I mean, we have, like we have white trim. Too. Is, that white one, trim. is that a door you could probably punch through that closet door? Like it's. Like oh, yeah, no doubt. It's hollow. actually broken. Every, every closet door. Dude, every door in this house... As some, I think he used to. The guy who lived here before me must have like put his dog in here because there's or, a perfect, there's a perfect or people trapped people trying to escape exactly. Um, no, but it, like perfect. I don't know. A foot up on the door, it looks like a dog just punched his paw right through, and I'm like, we gotta replace the doors. You're small. Uh, All the doors are a small uh, or just or like something. a very small person. Uh, yeah, well, I like wasn't a child. Say it. No, I didn't say it though. You did. I didn't say it. Uh, Dev yeah. went there. Mm-hmm. Well, now that we're talking about my house, I mean, yeah, we we do need to get some painting done. We want to paint the closet doors white, but in all honesty, I think we're just gonna replace them by new ones. Yeah, that's not a bad idea with that thing. <laughs> I bet that door weighs eleven pounds. Eleven. No, it I'm just not. looks hollow on the inside. It's those. Oh, it is. It, it yeah, is. I knew it. it I is. knew it. I knew it. It's got a little nice white trim there. Oh, the so white trim is wonderful. The navy would look good. Little white door. I think. Actually. I think. Yeah, maybe paint the fucking. Actually, no, don't paint it white. Nah, paint it white. Fuck it. What do I have? <laughs> then we can match. You have like mm-hmm. a green. Mm-hmm. Minnesota wild. Well, he's a, he's a big yeah. wild guy. So. And then you can see uh, my YG mugshot poster. <laughs> Or about my work. I kind of have. I have a Snoop. I have a Snoop Dogg. I cut it out of a. You know how the liquor stores will give you like a box when you when you oh, buy yeah. a bunch of beer. It was a Snoop. Big fan of those. I just uh just fucking cut the Snoop Dogg out and uh put it on the in wall. There. Not bad. Dude, I mean, it's a dope <laughs> picture. So why not? That'll Absolutely. Work. A little wild. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> we got two picks left in the draft. Uh, David Spacek is next. Spotcheck. Ooh, I like that name Spot a lot. kid. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Yes. I don't know well, why I didn't even put two and two together on that. Well, you should. Russo tweeted about 11 times about how oh, he, co- he covered his dad. Now he gets to cover the son. Russo. <laughs> uh, I turned, so after the first round, I turned my Russo notifications off until free agency started again. 
Uh, so I, cause I was on vacation then on a work trip. So I missed five days of tweets from Russo or something like that. And, uh, he's being know, a, he's being a buzzkill today. And it's kind of funny. Yeah. Well, I missed like, yeah, maybe? Four, Phil four or five days of four or five days of tweets, oh, from yeah. Russo, which is what, like 20,000 conservatively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so spot check is another kid, another overager. He was eligible. To, uh, he was eligible last year. So he's 19. He had a really yeah. good year. Um, again, it's the Q, so you got to be careful with those stats. Like, they put up fuck you points. Like, they just, like, everyone, everyone's eating. Like, it's just crazy. So, um, I think it's like <laughs> 50 or something points. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Hit, hit it right like on the head. Right yeah. on the money. Like, he's he's like listed. 13, 12, 13 goals, something. Yep. Mm-hmm. 12 goals, 38 apples, 50 points, 44 pins. Elite hockey. A, uh, plus 21. He's listed six foot one seventy four. There's no uh, no headshot though for him on uh, hockey DB. So come on, guys. You got to go to elite prospects. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a gamble for sure. Um, he's another kid that's kind of like a Simon Johansson, where uh, it's all offense for him. Um, but it's weird, like. I think the skating's pretty good if it's not like a little bit, how do you want to like maybe a little clunky at times, but um, offensively, he was a stud. He was their number one defenseman in Sherbrooke. They were putting up crazy points. Joshua, the or the uh, Montreal draft pick from two years ago, he had like a hundred and whatever points. I think he had like 30 points in the playoffs. Like it was a joke, but um, everyone was scoring on that fucking team. But um He's very mobile in the in the offensive zone. Power play quarterback. That's going to be if he's going to make it in the NHL. It's going to be one of those roles. So like, if he makes it, it'll be a five six guy. That's um, a whole lot of offense. Definitely needs a partner who can be who can do a the bulk of the defensive work. Um, but I mean, there's there's certain parts of his game that you can see that like, all right, he's got a base there. Um, it's weird with a kid that can skate the way that he can skate. Like I wish he was a little bit better in transition, like offensively anyways. Um, he'll turn the puck over a good amount. Sometimes he's making really dumb decisions, but then there are times where you're just like, holy shit, like, whoa, whoa. Like, how'd you do that? Where it's like, he's just dancing on kids through the neutral zone. So it's just like really inconsistent for him. Um, he probably had some of the best offensive, like, shot metrics in the CHL this year where it's just like everything's on net where it's like all of a sudden he's the smartest hockey player on the plant in the offensive zone. He gets a little bit lost defensively, but um, it's also fun because sometimes he just snaps and he starts cross-checking everybody. It's like, that's fine. That's like, I was, I don't know why he just did that, but that was really weird. So he's got a little anger in him. He's just like, I don't know. He's he's a bit of a wild card. Um, And I think, defensively too, like rush defense anyways the gap is either perfect and he's keeping the gap well defends well with the stick or he just gets fucking burned like he'll get flat footed so it's just like really inconsistent so you're taking a kid that you're betting on a bit of a long-term project that he's got the base and it's just now can you let him develop so where is he going to develop how much so he's 19 now so he has to play in the queue for one more year um that's going to be good for him honestly just let him play juniors no pressure don't doesn't need to go play in the HL or anything like that. Right. Um, and then after that, we'll see. But he's got a base there. He's on a good team. Um, 
And so, yeah, go ahead. I, well, I have to ask because I'm going to ask this about every fifth round pick for the rest of time. Mm-hmm. Do we think that he could eventually become as good as Kirill Kaprizov? Obviously. <laughs> okay, cool. Just making sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the that's all it. do. That's yeah. That's my that's that's my uh, so yeah. If he uh, if he really hits his hits his stride, hits his ceiling, he's he's the next Kirill Kaprizov. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, that's uh, all. Thirty two kids that went in the fifth round, though. It's same thing. So. Right. This seriously doesn't ever happen, really. For hey, fifth round to be as, as, as good as Kirill Kaprizov, though. I mean, that maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's been a few, but I mean, seriously, he's a fucking hundred point score. What fifth rounders are hundred point scores for Christ's sake? It's nuts. Yeah. Second second season in the NHL after a shortened first one, the guy puts up a hundred points. Like, I don't know if I can't remember if he ever ever hit a hundred, but Zetterberg was a seventh round pick. Okay. I don't think he hit 100, but he was he like he 80, 90. I was going to say he hit 90 a couple times. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, he's an interesting one, though. Like, you either love him or you're like, you wouldn't have had him on your draft board. It's one of those situations. But, um, you know, it's a, you know, you wouldn't say it's like a long shot for him to make the NHL, but it's not. It's it's more unlikely that it is likely that he becomes a full time NHL. He just doesn't have anything that sets him apart like if you're gonna like put him up against another prospect like sure um so but he's got, again he's got the base layer there um you know there's parts of his game that are really good but there are other parts that will prevent him from you know taking the leap but um he's fun to watch though like i was watching his playoff games um and when he's when he's engaged like he's very fun but again for me like the biggest problem is just those like you can't really rely on him for like zone exits or like keeping possession through the neutral zone like there's just so many turnovers but um again his skating it's weird like it looks good in the offensive zone and then it just like kind of falls apart everywhere else it's just really weird like i get just like get caught flat-footed or um just not creative coming up the ice with a puck and a stick but then he hits the offensive zone and he's just like dancing on people like super like lateral <laughs> movements unbelievable like where, where is that like over there like yeah, can you translate that to the defensive end of the ice please it's weird. It's just really weird. So it's just very inconsistent. So, but I mean, that's like any 18, 19 year old kid. So, I mean, right, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have the base layer there and you're going to let him develop hands off, like let him just play in the queue and, um, you know, eventually make it. Do we way. think he, uh, he makes it to Iowa? With, uh, I guess next year would be the first year he's eligible. Yeah. I mean, they'll, they're, uh, what is it, Iowa City or whatever? Mm-hmm. Des, Moines. Uh, what, Des Moines. Yeah. Iowa City. What the fuck is that? That is a city. Uh, that that is, is, no, that is. Yeah, it wasn't that is a city. The most ironically <laughs> named place in the world, but it is there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, we'll see with him. Like, I think he also did get better throughout the year. Like at the beginning, it was like, oh, that's why he didn't get drafted. Um, and then by the end, I mean, there's defensive habits. That like, all right, like there it is. It's just super inconsistent with him. So he's got tools. You know, he's a good sized kid for you know his role. And again, like on the power play, he's on, like he's money. So. Um, you know, how much of that is the him playing in the queue against like not great players, but um yeah, we'll see. Like he has a lot like a lot of shot assists too, which is nice. So there's potential there, is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah, again, like it's a fucking fifth round pick. Like yeah, right. exactly. I mean well, you're hey, taking a gamble. Let's talk. Oh, yeah, he's a right here. shot. He's a right shot D, and then they added a couple of those to the prospect pool. So there you go. There we go. Let's uh, let's talk sixth round pick, final round, final pick, uh, eighth kid off the board for the Minnesota Wild. 
from Slovakia, it's Servak Petrovsky, another just elite name. Uh, he comes in uh, 17 years old. Uh, I do like the way the hockey DB says how old a kid is. They don't say they're 17 years old. They say they were born 17 years ago, Yes, <laughs> which is technically correct, but just such an odd way to do it. Uh, yeah. He comes in listed at 5'10", 172, uh, and in the OHL for Owen Sound Attack, he played 65 games, uh, 28, 28 Genos, 26 assists, 54 points, 28 PIMs, a plus minus a six. And then he played two games in the world juniors and uh, got, uh, was scoreless. So tell me about him besides having um, a great name. Awesome player. Crazy value. It was at 185. Yeah. You were saying earlier you had him in the top 100. I think a lot of people had him top 100. Um, they had him but, at 185. It was 185. Um, I mean, he's still so young, 17 years old. Right. Yeah, he's one of the youngest kids in the draft. Um, yeah. But he does a lot of things really well. Um, he was their number one center there. Very creative in the offensive zone. Um, and the thing with him is he's just, the IQ is through the roof. Like, one of those kids just – if it's not flashy, but he's where he needs to be all the time. Um, and he'll, he's one of those kids you can find the quiet areas. He's, like, he's got a ridiculous shot. Um, it's hard. It's accurate. Slap shot, wrist shot, doesn't matter. Another kid that can score from anywhere. Um, but, you know, for him, like, he's going to have to get to the middle of the ice for me a little bit more if he's going to be a center in the National Hockey League. But, um yeah, he's, he's one of the youngest kids in the draft, and he put up crazy points for a kid that was – I think this is his first year in the O, because uh, I don't think he played there – or I don't think he they played don't, last this, year. They but... have, this is the first season on record that they have for uh, on Hockey DB. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, his timing in the offensive zone, too, just, like, getting to where he needs to go, like, off the rush. Um, but I don't know. It's, like, it's a quiet game, but it's unbelievably effective and very translatable. Um and just like whether he's on the puck or off the puck, he's exact. He's doing exactly what we want him to do. He's where he needs to be, um, and he can create offense for himself um, or for a CBA too. So, is he a center in the National Hockey League? I don't know. We'll find out. Five, they don't ten, really need him little. to be. He's little, and then like they already have smaller guys. So, um, but I don't know. Like, I, it's an intriguing one. But that that's a kid that should have gone right around one hundred. Like. If he would have made it to the second round, I wouldn't have been shocked. And they get him again at 185. So, um, and the skating's really good too. So I, I like him a lot. There's like definitely, um, there's a path for him to make it to the NHL, not just because of how good he is offensively, but he's excellent defensive uh, center too. So um, he's really good. He's just like a really complete player. So like you just, I don't know. It's like his habits everything he does is super translatable and very projectable. Um, you know, not saying he's going to be in the NHL in two years, but um, you, you, I just don't see a scenario where he doesn't eventually make it. But, Ooh, you know, this, I think, I don't know if I had, if I said the skill was great to the opposite. He doesn't have like a ton. He's not going to do anything flashy, but yeah, um, you said yeah flashy, it's quiet, but effective. effective. Yeah. Or not flashy, um, but effective. Uh, yeah, I have a question really for it. you. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. So, a thing that uh, drove me insane during the draft this year is that every 
forward that had even like just like knew how to play defense, they were like, oh, God, he yeah. really pans out. He could he could be the next Patrice Bergeron. So yeah. you're telling me that Servac Petrovsky is some de- you know decent 200 foot player. Uh, can he be the next Patrice Bergeron? <laughs> well, I, I would be shocked if he doesn't <laughs> if he doesn't turn into Patrice Bergeron. I'd be shocked if he did. Yeah. You know, it's perfect. Just, that means he really fell off a cliff. Yeah, uh, perfect. That's yeah. A, that's what we want to hear. I love Petrovsky though. Like I really, I really, really like that pick a lot because there's just no way he should have been there. Fucking 185. But again, it's weird. It's like he's a good playmaker without like you don't really think about like it's nothing he does is like holy shit. But it's like oh wait, like he made this whole play happen and like it's one of those kids like he might have like a lot of second assists, but that second assist is like actually like the threading the needle through and then they had like whatever backdoor tap it like it's um but yeah but i mean he already defends like the way he defends now like he defends like an nhl player like he just he just does like he's just so smart so good with the stick um he's just reliable so that's another kid he'll probably be a bottom six guy in the national hockey league but there's offense there and um you know it's just what he does is translatable it's it's projectable so um i like that pick a lot should have gone way higher Nice. Awesome. Whew. Well, that's it. That's the draft. Uh, and it's also a mini episode of Judd's Buds featuring us. So, yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, before we, we, before we let you go, we do thank you for your time. And before you take off, uh, we have to ask you the same question that we ask everybody uh, uh, right before they leave. Spoke Z, what is your wild take? I'm one for one. That's true. <laughs> Felino hit 20. He sure did. Hit 20. He sure did. Hmm. <laughs> I got to think about it because, like, trying to, like a short term one for the wild next year. Can or be long whatever you want, man. Next year? Can be whatever. Mine's going to be about a completely different sport. Oh, shit. All right. It can I mean, be about we, anything. We always, we always tell the story about the guy that predicted the Dolphins run last year. Yeah, yeah. He, he comes on. He's it. like, I think the Dolphins are going to push for the playoffs. They're gonna, they're gonna win the next like, like the eight next games, eight and games, and they, they won seven, seven out of eight. <laughs> I was like, we we were laughing after, like, you're nuts. They what won like seven about? in a row. And we're like, oh shit, is this guy about to be yeah, right? They, yeah, if they won their last game, they would have snuck into the playoffs somehow. By the way, while you're thinking, elite hat. Yeah. I just noticed uh, what it says: New England pond hockey elite. Yeah, that's sick. I'm gonna get a uh, a Minnesota one of these. Please do. I'm trying to think of a good one here. Fuck. We love putting them on the spot. Yeah, why don't you guys filibuster? You know, yeah. Tell me about your day. Tell me about your day from start to finish, Zeus. Well, you know, Zeus did not find a body today. We know size, that much. I didn't find a body in my walls. Um, it certainly didn't do that, and I certainly didn't put any there. Spoked, I believe, said that he. Thinks I am a serial killer, based off my color of my room. No, we think that your previous well, person was a serial killer. No, no, no. no. He spoke, spoke, tweeted a while back. I don't know oh, that's true. I forgot about that. He did. I, he, he was I, like, I, "There's I, absolutely no way Zooch is not a serial killer." Trying to tell me he ha- he doesn't have a body count? Like, come on, don't look in his like trunk. That, that one guy, uh, I believe that was in Boston or whatever, maybe California. They're like interviewing people on the beach. <laughs> they're like, they like asked him. Their body count. And the guy was like, 
oh man, we put a few out in that ocean right there. He's like, oh, no, oh, wait, 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 <laughs> wait, wait. Not, wait like, not the same body count we're talking about here, sir. I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna <laughs> go. It's gonna be another long term one because I'm just right. not. I, I don't know why I didn't remember that this was gonna happen. I'm gonna say gonna Rossi. Say Rossi secret. tucks fifteen. Rossi tucks fifteen next year. Please and thank you. I love that. I hope you're right. And, uh, <laughs> and finishes top five in the Calder. There you go. There we go. Fifteen in the. I go as high as top three. I'm high on Rossi next year. I think if Boldy came out the way he did last year, I think Rossi can do just as well, if not better. He's a freak athlete. Yeah, it's a joke. Like it's been super fun. Fucking... It's been super fun watching him at the uh, the recently rebranded Dev Camp, which like shout out me. Um, there you go. I I really enjoyed the watching Team Rossi versus Team Beckman. Uh, that whole thing. It's been really fun watching that because uh, Marco rocks so much, and I know that I'm he not does. like breaking any news here, but man, is it fun to watch him play the sport of hockey? You have no idea how fucking annoying I or annoyed I was getting with like because he started off hot in the AHL. And then, like, towards the end of the year, he, like, first of all, he got, like, two injuries, definitely had a concussion, broke his nose, had to get surgery, didn't miss a game after getting surgery on his face. And then, like, he went, like, three games without a point. And mm-hmm. I had people be like, clearly he's obviously a bust and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, my fucking God. It's like, we can we can get into a whole tirade about wild Twitter because I am so Minnesota fans are a miserable bunch. The armchair. Okay, okay, you're talking to a kid from fucking Boston. Everyone, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm well aware. Hey, Everybody. I'm well aware. Yeah, I mean Minnesota, <laughs> so Minnesota Twitter. They were they were turning on Bill Guerin for trading Cam fucking Talbot, saying that Bill Guerin's a moron. I'm like, oh my god, you this type of shit up. It's just, dude. I... I get the it. Boston radio station is trying to get nice you to turn guy, on the players like, personally. They're like, well, yeah, he's right, a well. bad guy. He's a piece of shit, actually. I bet he's a <laughs> asshole. And you're like, who what the fuck? Like, what the, come on, man. And now you have all these morons on fucking Twitter. They're like, oh, see, I knew he was a pussy. Like, I oh. do got it. That reminded me of something that I was not even going to bring up on the podcast or like ever again. But uh, listening to North Carolina sports radio the last week has been very funny. Uh, what are they up to? Uh, well, the, the, yeah. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're out of the loop, uh, Ian Cole. Oh, yep. Never mind. Ian Cole may or may not have been sleeping with the engaged sideline reporter for Bally Sports Carolina and broken up her engagement. And possibly ruined his own marriage with a child after his wife taught him how to walk again. Real tough, tough scenes here. And North Carolina radio, up until Baker Mayfield got traded here, North Carolina radio was eviscerating the two of them. Talking about, oh my God, it was... I'll have to find something to like. I'm it glad it's both of them though, because Twitter was... Twitter, I mean, I saw some Ian Cole hate, but I mean, they were shredding... I think her name was Abby. See, Abby I Labar. saw people just saying that, but I didn't see very many like actual just carving of the the lady. Like oh, I was she, like she had oh, a classic men are doing the men. Like uh, I haven't seen any of. It. Like I just see people saying it. 
Like, she had without... to go private because her mentions were a disaster. Yeah. Oh my that god, that guy, her fucking fiance was. He was mad, and then he, yeah, he, he was implied... talking about like religion and shit. He yeah, was like God, he, fucking. He, Im- he implied too that she was. It wasn't just Ian Cole. Oh my god, team. I saw that. I was like, oh, oh that hurts extra, man. That's, that's crazy. Tough. That's, that's a that's that yeah that is tough and man. then Jesus. somebody somebody found a picture of her at like a bar in raleigh and was like she's grinding on svechnikov and then you look and sure enough she's grinding on svechnikov and you're like oh boy yeah good luck yeah. yeah and honestly that's gonna be tough good looking guy <laughs> yeah no no listen more after that listen that's tough uh yeah everybody yeah. makes their choices i wasn't gonna bring it up but when you talk about like sports radio turning on a person like as a human being uh i didn't i hadn't experienced that really before and then north carolina was like good riddance that ian cole's going to tampa can't keep a man like oh, he is he's a- going to tampa uh yeah mm-hmm. one one year three mil i think huh. um so they were like good riddance that he's going to tampa you know we can send him to that godless hellhole florida and you know we'll we'll keep our religion here and you know it's a shame godless that they traded it's a, it's a damn shame that they traded tony d'angelo he's such a good upstanding young oh, christian Jesus. man and yeah, now they're sending him to philadelphia and you're and you're like uh philadelphia by the way what a perfect fit isn't it am i right <laughs> dude that is the most ridiculous fucking roster I've ever I was seen. just going to say, what, in the, what direction are they going? Life. Where are they going? What direction do they, like, there is no direction for that team. They signed D'Lo to a four-year deal. Like, four fucking years. I love D'Lo, but they're what? They're over the cap, and they're not That's, a playoff team. So they're crazy. like, I literally, I sent the screenshot out of their fucking, I got to look it up again. They're it's cap so friendly. funny. My favorite over the part cap, was, you said? did you see it? They're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're the like cap. 40 grand. What? They have, uh, oh, now they have cap space again. Ow. They have 700,000 in cap space. Oh, good for them. Yeah, really <laughs> good. Dude, they're giving, they gave Delorier four years. What else did they do? They gave I mean, the wrist, the wrist, the line, and wrist, the line is making five million until twenty twenty seven. That's incredible! It's so funny. They gave D'Angelo five sheets. There's going to be a situation where they're going to ice a defense core. Three of them being wrist, Sealer, and they signed Justin Braun. Justin Braun's whatever. Great but like, GM. At, at one point, there's going to be a situation where Ristolainen, uh, Sealer, and oh my God, Zach McEwen, so and uh, Deloria are going to be the ice at the same time. It's going to be incredible. This team, this team is like, I, I don't. I'm, <laughs> so it's like, this team is awful. I'm looking I'm at their. Oh, and I don't see one player really. like. Ooh. I'm at. I, okay. Uh, Cat Friendly had me fucked up for a second because they have Tony D'Angelo as Anthony D'Angelo, which, like, I get it. It's got a good name. But I was like, where's Tony? And it's because he's Anthony. Uh, but I'm they asking. bought this... out Limblom. Yeah. That's Their goalies tough. are gross, too. Kind of hot. Well, I mean, Fedotov is. Fedotov isn't fucking... even coming. Yeah. Kind of hot. <laughs> they don't know where he is. Yeah. He's he's somewhere in the Eastern Bloc. They MIA. Like he could be in Ukraine. Yeah, this is tough. I hate everything about that. There are Minnesotans. Oh, never mind. 
That's, I thought that was White Bear Lake for. Yeah, never mind. Dude, there are... no, they have nothing I, going I, on. Listen, I'm asking this as a sincere question. No case. Is is this going to be the most violent hockey team since the like Broad Street Bullies? Because I don't mean, think so. There's potential. I don't. It, that's a that's a high bar, but there's potential that this is the most violent hockey team. Well, my favorite thing was today. I think it was they asked fucking Chucky about whether they were in on Gaudreau. And he was like, we would have loved to, you know, try to sign Gaudreau, but we couldn't because, you know, we would have had to make a bunch of trades and like clear (laughs) a bunch of cap space. And I was like, yeah, look at your team. It's a weird thing to say after you give fucking Delorier four years. (laughs) Four uh, years. Four fucking years. Five million. You bring in Brian. You send assets back for you buy out Oscar Lindblom. Like, it's a very weird thing to say. Like, it was Pete Blackburn goes, I, too, also hate, like, putting in any effort at all, like, ever. <laughs> it's like, fuck it. I... Yeah, they're terrible. That team's going to suck. You have Ristolainen under contract at five sheets. Like, that's... Imagine choosing to give him fucking $30 million to play defense for you. <laughs> after, okay, I, I, I get it. He's been in the league for five years. You have a you have a five-year sample size of uh, what Rasmus Ristolainen can do. Five? That's a little know. more than five. They, 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 we got like, let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Can I count? Nine, nine years, nine years, right? Nine years. Jesus. Nine years. Oh my yeah, God. That's been... right. He signed in Buffalo right away. Didn't he? Dude. Dude. Okay. I, and I, I don't take plus minus very seriously. A whole hell of a lot. a dash 170. So, yes. <laughs> that, that is his career is a dash 172. That is. Oh, is it what's Incredible. <laughs> Hideous. Are you shitting me, dude? Wait, you, you didn't even know Z, you just guessed? Yeah. <laughs> hey, but he's got he, hey, he's got he, hey, he's got 261 points though. I mean, good God. What a I terrible, think what's crazy terrible is he's man. like he's he's analytically one of the worst defensemen of all time, and he when he finishes this contract, he'll have made sixty five million fucking dollars. It's hey, incredible. Good for make him, your man. money, man. All time <laughs> yeah, seriously. I have heard some terrible things about him. Terrible. As like a dude. Yeah. Oh no. Like bad. Like he's twenty-seven years old. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's just not good. There's just not a whole lot of good stuff uh, on the ice with him. You can't be that bad and also be a dickhead. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Dude, he had forty-three points and still was a dash (laughs) forty-one. You know how hard that is. Yeah, I'm serious, dude. I know. <laughs> trust me. It's it, like you have to be trying to be just. He takes the worst penalties I've ever seen in my life. He like he'll baseball sway a guy in the back of the head like twelve, 15, <laughs> and then he throws his arms feet. up like what I do. Well, he does the same thing. What? Like, what? <laughs> you're like, oh my god, dude, it's just so bad, and it just like it's worse every year, oh, and like so he just does funny. more dumb shit, and it's just like. He's terrible. He's just a really bad hockey player. It's crazy. And he's going to make $65 million fucking dollars. Let's go. He's probably another contract. I was going to say, let's take bets right now, five years in advance. Uh, does Ristolainen get another contract when he turns uh, 33? Yeah. I say yes because yes, apparently GMs are idiots. Well, Chuck well, Fletcher I mean, just loves signing bad contracts as well. 
What'd you say, Z? He's six He's 6'4". He's 220. So yeah. Of course yeah. he's getting a contract. Good Branson just got four years. That Oh, that okay. That was my favorite thing about yesterday is Johnny Hockey goes to Columbus on like a discounted deal too, right? Like the, you know, would you live in Ohio for $9.8 million when you can't really drink and you can't really leave for nine months a year? Probably not. Um, but okay, cool. So that's like a deal. That's a discount, uh, discounted deal. I think like evolving hockey's thing had him at like 12, 12 sheets, something like that. Um, but then they also signed the worst contract of the day. They signed Eric Goodbrands into a four by four, which is hilarious. Like it's just so much money. I think Yarmo legitimately started the day drunk and then like sobered up and like did Yarmo shit at the end. Well, his comment too. He was like, "Good Branson was our number one target." I I did see that. He was like, "Yeah." He was like, "He was our number one target." And then we were talking to Johnny, and then we learned that Johnny actually wanted to come here. And we were like, "Oh, just kidding! You're our number one target now." (laughs) It was crazy too because there were reports earlier in the day that they were like, "Columbus is has emerged as like a sneaky like a team that's making a run at Gaudreau." They reportedly offered him seven years. 12 million a season and he signed for like 3 million less. So I was like, yeah, it's unbelievable. did he, did they offer him 12? And he's like, you know what? What if we just did nine, seven, you know, what if we did what less they, money? Here's, here's what I think would be the funniest scenario in that they offered him seven by 12. He said, let me think about it. And they said, all right. And then they offered good Branson four by four. And he took that. And then they went back and said, Johnny, we're so sorry. We, uh, accidentally offered a four by four to good Branson. But if you still want to come, we've got 9.8 with your name on it. And Johnny was like, you know what? I'm in. Absolutely. Maybe he's actually, you know what? In my head, I decided um, the real reason because it's funny. Uh, he's best friends with that kid, the fourth line left wing, Eric Robinson. And I was like, sure. what if he just like decided to play the rest of his career in Columbus so he could hang out with Eric Robinson all the time and like play NHL together on his couch? Like that'd be really funny if that was the read. That was the pull because in his wedding. That's true. That's weeks. a good point. So um, like I was like, maybe Eric Robinson was the one. Maybe that's the reason. You just couldn't say no. I did see somebody pointed out. Um, somebody pointed out that uh, Goudreau's wife uh, works for yeah, Children's, Hospital. Children's Hospital. She's like a nurse. Um mm-hmm. And then Columbus obviously is like one of the biggest children's hospitals in the country. So maybe that had something to do with it, you know, cause he's like, Hey, I'll go play hockey for 10 mil. And then, you know, you go like do important work. Um, but like close by hooray. And I don't know. I just love that. Like the whole idea was he's going to go to New Jersey or Philly cause he's going home. And then he signs eight hours away from home. Yeah, uh, and like today during his presser, he was like, "Didn't really matter where we just decided yeah. that we weren't going to come back to Calgary." I was like, "Oh!" And then he like quickly pivoted back, where he's like, "And then once you know we decided that we were definitely leaving Calgary, that we were like, all right, where's the best spot possible?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. He did. Yeah, he, he took the old. He took fifteen million less to not be in Calgary anymore. I thought it was twenty. Like, it's like, yeah, it's like I don't even I don't even know what they actually I can't remember what they actually offered him. It was like ten something, but it was um, like eight by like ten and a half or something or ten ten point eight or something. Yeah, he took the old uh, the old eight hour drive away from hometown discount. You know? Yeah, everybody a famously normal thing everybody does. 
the flight home, <laughs> the flight away from hometown discount. Can't even get an Amtrak. <laughs> no, they don't have that. They don't have not that in Columbus. I was just there. They do not. They that's not a thing. The best thing though is whenever someone does anything like in like Columbus or like a city like that in pro sports where they go there by choice. Like immediately, I was like, ah, well, people, you know, everyone shits on Columbus, but actually, it's a really cool. Like, I fucking get it, dude. Like, you don't like when people make fun of fuck Columbus. Stop trying to tell me it's a top ten city in the fuck country. Like, I get it's it. Not. They're like cool shit, but like, not let's Columbus. not pretend like we have to defend the city of Columbus. Like, let's not do that. Like, I don't by far my least favorite state. When I was working all around the country, whatever, humble brag, by far. The least favorite fucking state I've been to. That state sucks. There's literally there's nothing. It's it's like Iowa, kind of. <laughs> I like Listen, Iowa has charm. Ohio yeah, is it like does. Ohio. You find a city. Ohio has I mean, a, yeah, it's city by city, of course. Ohio has yeah. a couple of nice pockets, but by and large, it is like somebody took what people think the state of Ohio state of Iowa is and then filled it with people who are from just outside of Boston and tell everybody they're from Boston. Yeah. It's Whoa. tough. It's tough. The people, the people are not pleasant. Hmm. Some of them are like, there's pockets of like just delightful humans in, in the state of Ohio. But, uh, I was just there for work and some of the rudest people I've ever met were just like temps at the football game I was working at. And they were like, giving me a hard time because I had a badge and they were like, Oh, look at this guy. High and mighty. He's got his, I was like, dude, I just work. I'm like, I'm, I'm working the event. Like I, I need my, you should have given, given it right back to him. Like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> you a little, what are you fucking doing about it? Like a little flinch. Yeah. Nah, listen, wind up when I'm at work, I will drink beer out of a Twizzler for you. Uh, I will not openly chirp a guy making $14 an hour. Um, who is three times dude. my age. He started it. He did it. start it. He did start it, but okay. you know, I okay. get it. It's company time. Even though I'm drinking, I have to have to pretend. So yeah. Anyway, uh, enough about um, the state of Ohio. And thank you, Spoke Z, for coming on once again. Uh, absolutely electric to have you. Where can the people find you? Go ahead, plug plug Judd's buds. Do everything that you got to do. Away. Well, you just did it. Uh, Twitter at SpokeZ Tuesdays, sometimes on the Soda Pod. I've been slacking lately, where I just <laughs> have been forgetting what day of the week it is. I actually forgot how old I was the other day. Um, <laughs> that was that was tough. That was a tough day. Um, it happens. But yeah, that's about it. That's all I really got going on. I literally go to work, then I come home and I watch hockey, and then I go to bed. Well, when's I, your birthday? I get in bed, June. Okay, so that's that's why you just forgot that you had a recent birthday. Let's go. With no, that. I was off by two years. Yeah, let's go with what I said. I was like, no, yeah, I'm 26. <laughs> For like two days, I was just like, yeah, I'm 26. And I was like, wait a minute, that math doesn't check out. <laughs> no, I'm not. Wait and a I was like, minute. Tell you what, the day I remembered how old I was, that was a tough day. That's probably like, the oldest you felt in a while. Well, well, I was just, I felt so dumb. It's like, man, what flipped in my head? Was it even? Wasn't even drinking. So oh, that's tough. So that's oh. it. So I got going on. Remember yeah, how old I am and watching hockey. Hey, two good things. 
do very good things, and we're grateful I to have you on. Zucci size thirteen shoe freak. <laughs> yeah, do you want to? That's have enough any, of that. I was no, say, no, yeah, no, 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 no. There it is. <laughs> I, I was like, well, we got through a whole pod without Spoke talking about the hammer, so. Well, I was just talking about you, sick freak. I was just talking about the shoes, man. You seriously? Okay. Jesus. I'm, I'm a sick individual, I guess. Must be nice. Must be nice. What? Right? Some guys have all the luck. He's got the mm-hmm. hair. He's got the, He's got the walls. The, the walls. <laughs> okay. Enough about the walls. They'll be yeah. by the next time you're on, okay? Yeah, we'll see. We're going to have just them on next week just to fuck with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm back you. next week now. You have to hate that <laughs> shit. All right, man. Spoke. Appreciate you. Peace. Out. Get the fuck out of bed, bitch. Go. Get up, get up, and then they got go.